everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, August 30th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. This is Ian. And we are Jaredless tonight, if you didn't notice. Right. Changing it up. Yeah. We'll we'll see how quickly we can plow through all the news headlines without Jared derailing us. <laughs> so on this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. Uh, if you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can go to our Patreon page, and uh, you can sign up there. That'll allow you to chat with us directly while we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you could post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at profane art um this week i don't know man i'm tired i got up way too early this morning <laughs> so i'm just hoping to, to get through this without making too many mistakes i totally um, support that i'm gonna well, i'm gonna deliver you that kind of energy tomorrow <laughs> all righty i've got we i've got to take uh not gotta uh it was definitely planned by my wife and i and i'm enthusiastic about it but but we are taking uh our son and his best friend to Knobles as kind of a end of summer <laughs> last adventure. And right. I mean, they're they're packed. <laughs> There's nothing to pack. It's like an hour from my house, but I mean they're they're ready to go. They've got their ride bracelets, you know, pre pre purchased. They've they've got their food passes. They are <laughs> really, really excited. And she is going to be here at like we're just going to have her all day, so her parents are going to drop her off on well, on their way to work. So she's going to be here from, like, mm. 7.30 until the park closes at, like, 7 p.m., and then we'll maybe come home. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, yes! Thank goodness it's free admission, and I don't actually have to ride anything, and my son's old enough to do everything by himself. <laughs> you have to usher him from place to place. It's not yeah, too bad. Yeah, I can, drink, I can eat a thing of French fries, drink some lemonade, milk it for 12 hours, and come home. I think it's going to be great. Hey, look, it's Jared. <laughs> no. It is. It is. Hey, it's me. I'm here. <laughs> Hi, Jared. <laughs> this is Ian. <laughs> What's going on? What are you guys talking about? Is it political nonsense and uh, no, we were religious talking about, We were talking about our lives at the moment. We were stalling for time. <laughs> and we were, we were somehow oh. blessed with total success. And you're here. And now we're off and running. Yeah, exactly. I was talking about my, my trip to Knobles tomorrow, how excited I was to go. I mean, I know you're going to Knobles with an eight-year-old, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I would rather be... <laughs> oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that I would be uh, more enthusiastic about doing that than my getting up and going to work early oh. in the, you know, zero yeah, dark your was hours. much worse than mine. I'm just saying yeah. I expect to have equal levels of energy tomorrow mm. <laughs> right. after, you know, a day of effort in the sun. That I don't doubt. But yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be genuinely great. That little train ride that takes you around the park, uh, I look forward to that all the time. <laughs> Hi, Jared. Welcome to the show. Hey, what happened? Uh, we're just, uh, not much. Yeah. We actually we we literally didn't didn't start yet. So you you are you've missed are no topics. Just no. in time for the first story. We were just talking about each other's lives and wondering if anybody has seen Jeff in the last six months. Mm -hmm. So the first story that I've got. Um, this, this caught my attention. I almost didn't put it in, but then I saw who it was that was suing and I thought, yeah, I, I need to mention this. So a former post office service mail carrier, uh, who works in Pennsylvania by the name of Gerald Groff, <laughs> um, Groff. is suing 
in order to get Sundays off. Hmm. So oh. Gerald Groff is <laughs> suing the state to get Sundays off because he says that, the well, the Supreme Court, they have uh, uh, Justice Alito and Justice Thomas and Gorsuch now that they have all said that they want to overturn the Trans World Airlines Incorporated versus Hardison, which is the thing that says that uh, employers can have employees work on Sundays as long as it doesn't place undue hardship on the company. And Gerald Groff is suing because he says that it's not placing undue hardship on the company. It's Their argument was that it's placing undue hardship on other employees because they have to swap in and do his job on Sundays. Hmm. And that's not really an impact on the company. Therefore, this lawsuit is, is moving forward, and they ha are asking the Supreme Court to take it up and overturn the previous ruling. Ah, I'm so confused. Isn't the post office closed on Sunday? Not they they deliver for Amazon. They, just for Amazon. So if you see the postal vehicles out there on a Sunday, there's Amazon packages. That's it. They contracted specially with Amazon. Amazon gives them a lot of money to do it. Okay. But I assume that there's some people who get off on Sundays... Yes. Could he just rejigger his schedule? I think that that's his argument. Is that it's inconvenient for the other people because they have to redo their schedules. In in 2019, he quit mm. because they refused to give him a blanket exemption from working on Sundays. Hmm. So he is now suing to get this done. And really, I just left it in here because of his name. Right. But still, <laughs> I'm just the original court ruling that you read to me was so confounding for some reason, like. You can make your employees work on a Sunday unless it has some undue hardship for the company. Like there's mm. some company that's suffering undue hardship by having to squeeze another day out of their employees. <laughs> Those poor company. Someone maybe, help maybe the, the hardship is, is that they is that they need that Sunday to stay afloat, <laughs> and it would be a hardship if they didn't I work guess. on Sunday. <laughs> I still don't understand how this guy just can't say. Hey, I can't work Sundays. And I go, all right. I mean, he doesn't work seven days a week, right? He has to have some day off, right? Right. Why, I don't see why there can't be swapping going on. And, like, I don't see why this is so such a big deal. Yeah, just... neither did the original court. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why they're pressing it onto the Supreme Court. Okay. And I just really, I, do I expect this to be overturned? No, but at the same time, with the Supreme Court... Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, this guy probably thinks that the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court justices that Trump put in place, are on Trump's side, and that Amazon is evil, and this is just getting you know digging Amazon. <laughs> I would. He doesn't know Neil Gorsuch because Neil Gorsuch would be like, uh, what? So you never get a day off in my playbook. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, weird. And the reason that I I mentioned the name is because it's very similar to uh, one of our <laughs> host father's names. So. Yes. <laughs> When I read it, I did a double take. What? What's he doing? What's his name? His name is Gerald Groff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, it took a hot second. Okay, so on to the news. Mm. Um, one of the biggest things that happened this last week, Biden's debt relief. Uh, he passed a thing to give 10000 possibly up to 20000 in debt relief uh, to people with student loans. And this has caused... I don't know. Mayhem in the streets, according to the Republicans. <laughs> uh, people are rioting. There's no riots. No. 
And I think the big thing, the big takeaway, and the thing that I wanted to mention with this is that uh, Biden's Biden's response, kind of flippant response, when asked about uh, the, what the Republicans were saying, and the fact that they didn't have any problem with PPP loans being forgiven, but when it's not money going into their own pockets, that's when they have a problem. Yep. Yeah. He told that reporter to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> when they're like, is it fair? And he's like, fuck off. Is it fair? <laughs> nah, I'm going home. I, the, so also, it's... Go ahead. The White House Twitter feed was, anytime a politician tweeted something about it, they looked him up, saw how much their PPP loan was, saw how much of it was forgiven, i.e. all of it, and then tweeted back at them. It was awesome. <laughs> they were on a tear that day. Yeah. And again, it's worth mentioning to some people that... Because they're like, why do I got to pay for blanky blanks fucking things? Like, you know, he's paying for anything. These are loans that were given out by the government that are being forgiven. We're not paying off colleges money. Right. 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 Because th that is the biggest thing I hear is that why do I have to pay for your debt, uh, college, your worthless college degree? Right. Why do we have to pay for farmer subsidies? Why do we have to pay to bail out the banks back in the day? Why do we have to bail out all uh, bail out? Well, yes, there's legitimate things. There's legitimate things they should be mad about that we pay for. Right. This is not one of them. No. Because no one's. We're just going. You don't know us. Okay. Yeah. It's over. We're not reaching. We're not raising taxpayer money to pay off the loans that you owe us. That you know. Also, money's made up. You know, we made it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the whole reason the taxation exists is because we live in a society, and we have determined as a society that. Taking money from everyone in order to improve the society is how we get things done. Like that, that, that's long ago been decided. And it's not wrong. It's right. the same as if you, if you look at a small village that, that's running a, a school, everyone in the village at some point needs to contribute to the school because it, it, it makes the whole community better to not have illiterate kids going around smashing everything but you actually give them an ed education and teach them how how to act teach them how to be it, members of society yeah 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 i mean because it, it, it falls under that same thing that argument with uh with uh, state-funded school right hmm. and they're like well what if my kid if, if your kid's going to yell why should i have to pay for it i'm like that's not that's not what we're talking about here what they're talking about <laughs> yeah if there's gonna be a school it's gonna be run by the state you can go to it for free if you want to. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Right, the other thing that... Like, oh, go ahead. California, I think, is already doing that. So state-owned schools are free for California residents, or they're close to. Oh, so that yeah, that, nice. that Yeah. I mean, you think in Pennsylvania, the Lock Havens of the world, that should be free. Right. Wow. Is that a dig at Lock Haven? I can't no, tell. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fine school. <laughs> it's a state-run school. Good old Jock Haven. <laughs> <laughs> So the one thing that uh, I also want to mention that Ashton Gaston brought up in the Discord was one of the things that he said was referring to Marjorie Taylor Greene as good old what's-her-name that believes in, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I love the fact that he didn't say her name, and we know exactly who he meant. And I, I also, even if it's senile Biden, uh, get get a, get your digs in while you can, man. Like, I, I love it. Uh, I think, man, I really think I'm done with Bill Maher. <laughs> yeah. It's getting pretty rough. <laughs> did you guys watch him this week? I did. Yeah. What did he do? I still have. I not. don't know. Don't even start now. I won't. Is what I'm saying. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I mean, besides his constant fucking bashing of the CDC mm. and you know the 
he's so upset about the lockdowns, um, which again I think is still a money thing. Yeah, like he's just taking some hot takes on certain things, and was he not bitching about where he's like, well, some people are saying you know plumbers are like, why don't you pay off my truck? And I was like, it's not the same fucking thing. <laughs> no, right. to say that you know, um, or shit like that, and like I'm just every day I'm just like. Oh, that turn's coming. That fucking turn is coming. Like, did you see Rogan's fucking bullshit thing he did yesterday? No. Oh, God. It's just horrible to see people with so much power not realizing what they're doing. Again, Mm. bitching about the fucking pandemic, bitching about the lockdowns, and how they didn't know what they were doing, and they got their heads stuck up their ass, and Joe's uh, person that he's interviewing, I forget who he was, Aaron Rodgers, I think it was, and um, goes, well, what, do you have any advice, you know, for your <laughs> listeners and everything that's going on? And Rogan goes, yeah, vote Republican, is what he says. Yeah. Wow. Now, failing to recognize that when the hardest lockdowns were going on in this country, who the fuck was president of this country? Right. Right. <laughs> right. Also, there was never a federal mandated fucking lockdown. Right. It's just, but he's, but it's out there now. Thanks, Joe. How many people listen to his fucking podcast? They're probably all Republicans Way too anyway. Many. <laughs> But, like, Jesus, they'll just, like, it doesn't matter what comes out of the White House. They will find a fucking angle to bitch about it. Oh, yeah. Wrong team. Gotta bitch about them. Yeah, just no matter how stupid it is. Yep. Hey, you know you know what it cost me to become a real estate agent? How come Joe's not paying me for that? <laughs> right. Those, fu- those fucking uh, goddamn licenses cost a lot of money. Rant over. <laughs> okay. Since we moved on to a little bit of election stuff... Uh, let's transition over to a special election in New York that uh, had a different outcome than expected. So there was a special election in New York's 19th district, and Pat Ryan uh, won. It, it was close, like he was at like 51%, but he won, and it was his entire campaign was based on abortion. Now, he's not going to be in office very long because it's a special election and there will be another election um, in order to determine who, who gets the seat, you know, moving on. Right. But it's he won in a surprise. He wasn't expected to win. And really, the only thing he campaigned on was abortion. And there's an article in Huffington Post talking about the fact that, you know, is that really a precursor to what we're going to be seeing later in the fall? Well, if you look at what happened in, what was it, Kansas? And and you know the people voted no. We, we're not going to get rid of our rights out of the Kansas Constitution. Thank you very much. In Pennsylvania, the people um, voting to registering to vote for the very first time, women are out um, numbering men by four to one in Pennsylvania at the moment. Yeah, first time voters. yeah. So I hope that's yeah. the case. I, that I mean, you that, may not it, know what Josh Shapiro looks like, but you know you're going to be voting for him. <laughs> exactly. Because nobody knows what he looks like. <laughs> he looks just like a, you know... A, He's a dude. Middle-aged <laughs> white guy. <laughs> Short crop, dark hair. Yep. Black wire rim glasses, big Jew nose. Racist. He's a pretty handsome dude. <laughs> Positive racist. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> it, was a, it was a one-word way to describe his nose, and everybody <laughs> knows what he looks like now. That's a good sign. I didn't know that about women. Yeah. yeah, I actually that made me feel a little bit skeptical and positive all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, now, go. just if every Republican candidate in every state could make a commercial about themselves buying crudite, they fucking <laughs> lock for us. 
<laughs> I do have more on Oz later. Uh, and along with the Pat Ryan win uh, on abortion, I had to put the story about three other states just went, uh, they had laws go into effect. Idaho, Tennessee, and Texas overnight last Thursday brought the number of states where abortion is either illegal or severely restricted to 14 states. Mm. 14 states since Roe v. Wade was overturned have uh, become nearly impossible to get an abortion. So I'm hoping I'm hoping that's the case. Idaho, Tennessee, Texas, you you live there. You you should be angry. They're taking your rights away. They're taking away your privacy. I don't know that's how right. you can back that as a Republican. Republicans are all supposed to be about freedom. Yeah. Their freedom for fetuses. <laughs> yeah. Freedom to Fuck. oppress. Yeah, fuck. You are fucked if you come out of that vagina, though. <laughs> Billionaires are free to rule and do what they like. <laughs> Why, thank you. You can have my vote. So we also talked about uh, Jeff not being with us. I kind of wish he he was here to, uh, to give an opinion here, because the next thing I've got is uh, in Florida, the Democratic nomination for Florida governor was given to Charlie Crist. Ray. Yes. Can I make a request? Yeah. That Florida now be referred to Florida, the state where woke goes to die. <laughs> As per their governor. <laughs> Who says woke? I don't know if I'll remember that, but I can try. <laughs> you may continue. Sorry. <laughs> Charlie Crist. That name sounds familiar, but I don't know where I know the name from. So he wanted, what was it? He's run before, um, I'm, I don't remember where it was, obviously in, in Florida, I guess. Mm. But, um, but now he's running for governor, and he is definitely more of a centrist. There was uh, Nikki Fried, who was uh, the agriculture commissioner. She was his competition. And uh, yeah, as it turns out, uh, she got 35% of the vote. Chris got 59% of the vote. So, Christ is going to be running against DeSantis <laughs> later this year. <laughs> I got to tell you, based on the, the, the theme and nature of this show, when I glanced at the notes before you started this, I was sure that it said Christ to challenge DeSantis <laughs> in Florida. And I was like, wow, that is going to be an exciting race. <laughs> you want DeSantis or Christ? <laughs> I bet you DeSantis wins. I bet you he does! <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris is um, was originally a, a Republican, so that makes sense that he's centrist. He was born in Altoona, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes! <Ooh. laughs> he's a, a physician. He's also been a politician for a very long time. Mm. I don't know. It seems like he might have a chance because while, I mean, DeSantis is clearly on the, the edge of being fringe right wing, you know, yeah. if not clearly over i think his campaign is that he's he's right on the the edge but uh chris yeah a former republican turned democrat very right. much centrist might have a chance from altoona Maybe. i mean that's like the jacksonville of the north they're gonna love him yeah once voted the fattest city in america <laughs> yes we can <laughs> Uh, it's awesome. I can't begin to tell you, our listeners, how personally satisfying to rip on Altoona. <laughs> it is for all four of us. All telling them loose connections to State College. Uh, warmed me right up. All right, I'm not sure how I threw this in the middle of everything, but a federal court. Oh wait, wait, wait. real quick. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Since you're yeah. talking about midterms, yeah, I gotta know, Karen. Mm. Mm. 
How did you know that Liz Cheney was going to run for president when she lost? Oh, I, just a guess. I mean, but Wait, I mean, but he, you you saw something that I didn't see because it was I. I remember when you brought it up in the show. I was like, really? I didn't even think of that. And then it was all anybody could talk about after she lost. And I was like, mm. how the fuck did Karen call that? <laughs> because she's a Cheney. She's got political ambition. This she's in the spotlight right now. This is her chance. The cameras will turn to her if she sp- if she stands up to speak. So I, it's a, it's her I, opportunity. Boy, we're gonna get one hell of a show uh, mm-hmm. in September. <laughs> Indeed, babe. All right, that was back, it. back to uh, federal she's court. Keep, she's keeping the answer to herself, Ray. So I guess uh, I'll yeah. never know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, federal court ruling in Virginia that uh, says that the Americans with Disabilities Act covers gender dysphoria. So mm-hmm. this is something, I mean, is this going to be appealed and go to the Supreme Court? I, d- I don't know. You betcha. <laughs> federal court did rule that that law protects transgender people who experience anguish and other symptoms as a result of the disparity between their assigned sex and their gender identity. So I, that's a, to me, that's a, Mm. that's a big thing. That seems nice. Yeah. Not really much to say on it. No, Um, no. How do you, how do you measure that though? Like, how do you, I don't know. Um, How do you measure other things though? So how do you measure PTSD? Uh. I mean, I I really got to look and see what's on there. Like what it, what it covers as far as uh, mental things. Mm. Anxiety included. Are we missing out on free healthcare? Huh? I said, am I missing out on free health care? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you, you might be. <laughs> All right. Let me know. Uh, yeah, you definitely need some some help. So I do. <laughs> I need any skills or help that I can get with letting go of anger. It really has plagued me for most of my life. And I would yes. like to break the cycle of dysfunction. And you are not always you are not son. always like that. You are not always like that. What's that? Hmm. Angry? V- yeah, very angry. I got angrier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think in some ways I see that anger come out less in the oh, last yeah. I hope say so. nine I'm, years. I'm, I'm I'm fighting. Like I said, I'm fighting hard to to break the cycle of anger and dysfunction in my at least in my side of the family. I'm destined to inherit it, but I will fight fight to the end with all my anger. <laughs> right. <laughs> it definitely comes out as as focused thought now instead of just uh, unfocused thought. And you know, wild. Sure, that's good. I, I yeah. again, I, I try. I would like to have a stressful situation that didn't instantly drive me to a ten. Like mm. I would, I would love that if I could see something that's bad and be like, "Ooh, I'm at a five. How should I respond?" Instead of <laughs> blind rage, <laughs> <laughs> and then like five seconds later, oh yeah, that wasn't so bad. Sorry. <laughs> well, Ian, the damage is already done. You went nuts for five full seconds. <laughs> Wait, I say keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> back to the show. No more of this. Okay. So before, you. Free healthcare be- for Ian. Hashtag. Yes. <laughs> In front of that. Before uh, before I get on to more politics, there was another news thing that I wanted to mention. Sorry, this is kind of back and forth all over the place. I, I Again, I'm half awake. So I, I had to mention this in news, though. A guy named John Channels. I don't remember what the name of his company is, but he does um, he does like a a active shooter drill. He advertised that he could help out the Catholic charities in Omaha, Nebraska, by 
preparing them with an active shooter drill. Uh, how did he do this? Well, first, he charged them $2,500. Uh, <laughs> then course. he showed up with some of his co-workers. Uh, he pulled out a gun and began shooting people. Uh, <gasps> he didn't... There were blood packets. There oh. were blanks in the gun. Uh, but none of the Catholic Charities people knew that this was going to happen. Wow. So this is how... Yeah, he terrorized <laughs> them. He He completely put them in a active shooter situation by starting to shoot people and then they didn't know that it was blanks or fake blood i really hope this is the first time he ever tried this too he's like i got a great idea for a business <laughs> <laughs> i think it is wow first he doesn't even time. tell the he doesn't even tell the people at the top of the chain what he's gonna do <laughs> no apparently not wow my friend, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what gets him off, the authentic response. Yeah. <laughs> so he he oh. is in custody. I'm not sure. I don't know if they say what the charges were, but he was arrested for what he did. Good. Good. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going to come of it because I don't know what the charges are, but uh, the best the best part about it is at the time, like after he did this and then explained what he had done and why he did it, and everybody is still in shock and completely traumatized, people trying to, like, dive into dumpsters and just curling up at a fetal position and, like, just completely terrorizing people. He then had the nerve to go around and hand people business cards, encouraging them to pay for his firearms training class. I do children's <laughs> parties as well. Give me a call. Uh, exactly. <laughs> wow. His bail is set at $300,000. <laughs> Can't find what he was charged with, though. I mean, terroristic threats, you know, got to be something along those lines. <laughs> Everything about this story is just, like, again, <laughs> first of all, the church needed to, I mean, what kind of practice do you need for an active shooter other than get the fuck out of there? Mm. You know? Training. I mean, Plus the church. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess the church. You know, any any place where people gather is a good place to probably have some type of skill like this. Yeah. So you hire this guy, and he's like, okay. I assume money exchanged hands at some point hmm. because he did the deed. Nobody goes, okay. So do we start on Monday? You know, five p.m. And he and this guy's just like, I'll you'll hear from me soon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> or I mean, how did that unfold? Unless he lied to them and said, "Yes, Monday at three we'll start the training." They have no idea what's going on. At noon, he comes in and, and terrorizes the place. <laughs> that seems to be the case. That seems to be exactly yeah. what he did. Wow, this guy's a gem. Yeah, <laughs> I think he should find a new job. Yeah. <laughs> did anybody come out of the experience saying they learned something? <laughs> I don't think so. From the description, again, they're just all curled up in the fetal position. Like, this wasn't training. This was just fear. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it feels like. Wow. That's, That's amazing. Awesome. <laughs> it really is. It's just so reckless in every way. I'm stunned he didn't use live rounds. <laughs> just to, to shoot over their head? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You want to be as authentic as possible with yeah. training. <laughs> yeah. All right, back on to uh, some election stuff. We mentioned Carl Palladino uh, last time. This was the guy who said that uh, Fauci should be executed. Mm. Uh, he also, by the way, had said that uh, Michelle Obama was a man who should live with gorillas. 
And he oh. had said that he had hoped the former President Barack Obama died from having sex with a cow. He's a treat. It's all coming back to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, uh, this, and also, I would mention Keith Wolford, the, uh, it was a black GOP member who was the 2018 nominee for Attorney General in New York. He put out a statement saying that Palladino is a straight up old school racist. This <laughs> is not so. racially insensitive. Not unsophisticated. He is an old school racist. It's <laughs> from a nice. fellow GOP. So uh, he lost his election. Yay. Uh, there is some justice in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> um, what, what's the guy's name? Lang Langworthy, I think. Yeah. Nick Langworthy was the uh, person who won the party's nomination in that district. So uh, uh, Nick Loda. Oh, who is Langworthy? Mm hmm. <laughs> oh no, that was uh, they're showing two different districts here. Okay, you're all, you're oh, all right. Yes. Yeah, Nick Langworthy went against Palladino. Nick Lalota went against somebody else. Yeah, there's a lot of different districts crossover in the story that's on uh, Huffington Post. I see. Um, yeah. I really was focused on the uh, Palladino thing since we had mentioned mm -hmm. it before. Yep. I'm sure it's not the last time we've heard from him. Oh, please let it be. He's 75. Can he just go away? Mm. It's like these guys can't learn how to do anything fucking different. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like pol politicians are just completely useless to the world unless they're in politics. Mm -hmm. My man, go go get a job at the hardware store. You can be as racist as you want down there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in Florida, what was it? The state that... Nope, I lost it. Where woke goes to die? Where woke oh, goes there you to go. die. Where woke goes to die. <laughs> And that's very true. Uh, Laura Loomer won. Uh, she is an extremist, anti-Muslim, a self-described hashtag proud Islamophobe. <sighs> oh, wait. She actually lost. I'm Thank sorry. Goodness. She uh, lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You act like this. I was waiting for the good news part of this. Right. No, <laughs> she definitely lost and said it was rigged and said she won't concede. Right. It was uh, the reason I brought I wanted to bring this up is also in Florida. Matt Gates. Uh, yeah, he squeaked out a win. What? Yes, he did. Yep. So he's still in Congress, even with active investigations. Known Matt Gates. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. How? Who did he run against that couldn't beat Matt Gates? <laughs> what district is he in? It was Mar Mark Lombardo, but I don't know much about Mark Lombardo. <laughs> he's not good at what he does. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. No. But who he's going to be going against in the uh, in the general election is interesting, though. How interesting! Uh, uh, what is her name? Rebecca Black. I uh, I don't remember her name either. But yeah, Remains it was famous? the it was the woman who was running the website for the the dashboard for the COVID stuff. Oh, her who was Rebecca fired Jones. because the data she data scientist who was ousted. She, she yes. wouldn't fake the data. Yeah, right. She's she running was, against Gates. Cool. I hope that goes well. Yeah. Well, for me, would be Matt Gates losing. Yes. <laughs> we assume. Can you imagine things. running and going home? And go. Well, I lost to, to a guy under investigation for uh, <laughs> for human trafficking. <laughs> for and human trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. That's who I lost to. <laughs> wow. I mean, I feel like lots of people like that. I mean, there's got to be someone. Uh, you know, sitting at home going, ah, 
I lost a Jewish space laser? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, one of them's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> all right. She doesn't all I lost to a game show host? What? This is true. It re- I really think that makes her double down on her deplorable statement. <laughs> it does. She was, That was super accurate. It may have cost her a couple points, but God, was it true. All right. This is uh, a lot more local in Wisconsin, but Peter Schmidt, uh, he's running for state assembly in Wisconsin. Uh, he has locked down his seat, or at least the GOP nomination, despite a really strange background. So he is incredibly anti-LGBTQ. He, the, the epitome of, of being against gay rights, hmm. which, okay, sure he is. He's, he's on the Republican ticket. Um, the weird thing is, though, he has been accused of violent acts against uh, his male partners in the past. Hmm. Wait, um, he's gay? Yeah. You're surprised? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> So he's, he's gay, Republican, when, and he's anti-gay. That's right. his platform. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, according to him, more recently he says, "Well, I used to be gay, but I'm mm-hmm. over that now." Oh <laughs> God, he went to the Milo School. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody ask him if the dogs are not barking at him anymore? No, they're way friendlier. <laughs> And the way he got out of it is very odd. Apparently, like I said, he was in a violent interaction. He was holding his, uh, his, his um, a male partner down, pressing down on the victim's neck, causing them pain. This was completely not with their permission. They were afraid of that fighting back would make things worse. Um, there was apparently a video of this, and he was blackmailed about it, and... When he was blackmailed about it, he talked them down from like $50,000 to $5,000, and then it eventually came out anyway, because I, apparently he just never paid them the $5,000. <laughs> but then when it came out, he was like, well, yeah, I was having sex with these guys, but, you know, I didn't, the, the whole violence thing, that was, that was consensual. <laughs> so apparently with all this, he still got the seat saying that he's, you know, anti-gay. Wow. I mean, it, he just has the big red R next to his name. It's all he needed. So, uh, yeah. Well, and you can't please you, vote for this guy. And you can't <laughs> be gay anymore. Being gay and Republican just doesn't work all the time. Sure. Yeah. Look at look at our poor buddy Dave Rubin. You remember Dave Rubin who who's gay, works and works for Glenn Beck, uh, is getting surrogates done with his partner and People are losing their shit, and Ben Shapiro said he wouldn't go to his wedding, even though he's being interviewed on his show at the time. That Dave Rubin, <laughs> okay, sure, right? Dave Rubin was recently being had uh, Candace Owens on his show and was talking about how he has never met an, an unreasonable conservative in his life. They're always so nice, um, and they always say they're praying for him when they leave. Now he goes, I don't know if they're saying like. You know, they're praying for me because they like me, or they're praying for me because they're praying for me because I'm gay. And then Candace going, no, and well, there's nothing wrong with praying away the gay. And he's like, yeah, I don't have an issue with that. They're not really saying anything about me personally. They love me. They just hope I'm not gay. So they're pray- trying to pray my gay away. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's Dave Rubin. <laughs> <laughs> 
Huh. And I thought I had low self-esteem. That's amazing. <laughs> if you want a really good laugh. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> watch an interview he did like, I don't know, four or five years ago with some guy. I think it was like some pastor or something like that. And they're talking. <laughs> and then Dave casually mentions about himself being gay and how, you know, conservatives are okay with that. And the guy's like, wait, what? You're gay? Oh. <laughs> and then watch how that unfolds when the guy realizes that Dave is gay. <laughs> Didn't go over so well. <laughs> mm. oh, I'm, I'm very curious about these people. Like, clearly this dude, Peter Schmidt, homeboy's still gay. Right? Can we all agree on that? Yes. Oh, sure. All right. Yeah. Totally through and through gay. At what point is... The, where Where is the switch flipped where they're like, you know what? I like money more than I like telling people I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like for enough money, I could keep this gay shit under wraps for a while. For, for money and power. Yeah, but yeah, but the 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 self loathing that comes along with it, man. Right. Whew. But do you think he, I think lo- that's do you think he looks it that way? <laughs> I think it's the, it's self loathing that gets him in this position to mm-hmm. put the the Republican next to his name. Like it's because he he I don't know he was raised that that's wrong, so he doesn't want to be that way. I I don't know. Uh. But I feel like this was he was not like undercover gay. True. Uh, I mean, we don't know that part of the story. But I guess it also proves that even gay people can be raging assholes because he clearly was a mean gay man to his partners prior to this. So I guess it's... Well, yeah. It sounds like he's an abusive monster. Yeah. yeah. So I guess if you're willing to do that, why not sell yourself out? Right. Yeah, I mean, th- that you hurting a, a, your partner like that screams of, you know, self-hatred and punishing the person that's making you the way that you are, in air quotes, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, right. it's bad. Yeesh. So I also need to mention uh, in North Carolina, the lieutenant governor, Mark Robinson, um, he is, man, he is all about education. He has opinions on education and what needs to happen in education. Namely, until you reach sixth grade, kids should not learn about science or history in school. It just shouldn't <laughs> happen. They should just focus on reading, writing, and math. Science and history should only be taught at home until you get to, you know, middle school years. There you go. All right. Oh, man, someone vote for this guy. <laughs> this is the best. I just, I really, I don't know where to go with this. Like, I, I don't even, I can't conceive of why you would even think that or say it aloud if you thought it. What about that needs to be shared? That's a, mm, maybe I should keep my mouth shut just this once. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but it's the I I want to I want to scrub history and not teach science, only teach religion. That's yeah, but just, only during the formative years. Yeah, man. Yeah, you said in those grades we don't need to be teaching social studies. We don't need to be teaching science. We surely don't need to be talking about equity and social justice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we do. He also said most of the people of North Carolina know that global warming is junk science. <laughs> Have you looked outside recently? <laughs> wow. I stepped away. What did I miss? <laughs> Idiocracy. Idiocracy coming true. That's all. <laughs> Didn't I mention this guy last week or two weeks ago? Mark Robinson? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. This is the guy who said they should, you shouldn't teach science and religion. Yeah, up yeah. Until, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'm pretty yep. sure I mentioned him. Mm. Well, he's uh, he's made it on to Only Sky this, this week. He's doubling down. Uh, moving on to Michigan. Sorry, Alpha. 
Uh, and I'm sorry because your GOP nomination for Secretary of State is a Satan obsessed homophobe. Oh, she is. She is amazing. Hey. She says it's okay. It's normal to have premarital sex. It's normal to live with your boyfriend for a few years and see if it's going to work out, right? No, because when you kick God out, nature abhors a vacuum, and Satan fills right in. Wait, what? And then when you start to say, oh, well, you want to have sex with somebody of the same sex, then that's okay, too. And then it leads to something worse, like bestiality being normalized. Wow, we're back wow. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She went from you should be married before you have sex to if, if, if you're not, then people will have sex with animals and children and it'll be normal. Secretary <laughs> of State. Mm-hmm. And because I believe this, you all have to suffer if I win. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Man, please don't vote her in. <laughs> but yeah, she, she brings Satan into everything. Uh, she later said that many people are heterosexual, engage in a swinger lifestyle and threesomes and orgies and open relationships. And they say, well, you know, I'm just going to keep the, keep it in this little area of my life. She says, no, sweetie, you invited Satan into all of your life. So, if you do anything the way she doesn't think you should, then clearly you are obsessed with Satan. I have come out as pro-Satan in the past. (laughs) (laughs) Could just one reporter go, and what if Satan doesn't exist? (laughs) Right. Like, the the fact, it's so matter-of-fact for her, and so, like... (laughs) And baffling to us. Right, it's just, it's just like, it's like if, if someone came out and been like, well, you have to be good. You have to be a good person all year. And everyone's like, why? He's like, because then Santa won't bring you presents. So I'm making <laughs> laws that you have to be good because don't you want the good presents? And everyone's going, okay, well, that's what she believes. And she's running for Congress. <laughs> yep. Well, Secretary of State and Machine. Whatever. But, yeah. Politics. In some ways, just as dangerous. Yeah. In some ways, more dangerous. Sure. For the people in because Michigan, the Secretary yeah. of State, again, can, can control voting laws. All right. On to a couple of religious nonsense stories. I know we've already mixed in religious nonsense, but this is more strictly religious nonsense. <laughs> Valley Christian Academy forfeited a football game. Why? Because they were going to have to play against a football game or a football team that had girls on it. <sighs> Jimmy Good. The Broncos of Coast Union High School, to the school's credit, uh, they are not apologizing. They say that they have uh, two girls on their football team. They qualify. They're good players. Yeah, they're, they're not doing anything about it. So the <laughs> Christian Academy, Valley Christian Academy, decided that their rules were more important. What are their rules? There is to be no physical contact between boys and girls. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure that rule was followed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just admit it. You pussies were afraid you are going to lose to some girls. Yeah. <laughs> so the representative uh, of the school said that they trained their boys rigorously to admire and value women as precious and worthy of respect. Ooh, like that football uh, player from Buffalo that got removed for the, for the gang rape? Yeah. That the NFL needed to think about? <laughs> yeah. He admitted to it. Oh, he did? He he admitted to it. (laughs) I don't understand how there's a gray area. Oh, I didn't catch that part of the story. He texted her the next day and said, hey, 
about last night, you should get checked for an STD. I think I have chlamydia. Wow. I did not know that. (laughs) Yes. He has been upfront about raping a 17-year-old girl. He's starting to backtrack on the gang raping thing, but he is 100% guilty. I, I had been more hesitant in my years to just, you know, assume because it was a football player that they were guilty, but this guy was pretty on front street about how guilty he was. Hmm. So, yeah, if he gets anything less than arrested, uh, it's a absolutely inappropriate. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 the whole story was, was really baffling to me. Not to get off track of this other story, but when they mentioned the gang rape, I'm like, that's still a fucking thing? People do that? I'm like, God damn white people, we are just the fucking worst. <laughs> that, that, like, what was it, like, five or six dudes in the room? And each one of them was on board for this. Not one of them was like, oh, guys, what are we doing? They're like, no, let's all fuck this 17-year-old girl. Ugh. It's fucking nuts. Man. Just because he's a punter, he might have multiracial friends. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say they're all white in this one. <laughs> Could be wrong. That's a bold statement. I'm, I'm not, going to <laughs> respectfully disagree. I'm going Golden Girls, <laughs> Betty White. <laughs> uh, I'll go Pixies, Frank Black. Best thing too was uh, someone who was defending the kid or the guy. I guess he's a kid, a guy now. Said, you know, I mean, it's possibly true, but it's also possible that she's trying to get money. And I'm like, out of the punter. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man! The classic punter shakedown. Yeah. Anyway, those other guys—they're afraid to lose their girl. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> on a, on a, just on a side note, I remember back in Jesus Christ '92 when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends were on the wrestling team. And they went to a big wrestling meet, and my one of my best friends for years, I've been friends with the guy for 40-some-odd years, he had to go and wrestle a girl. In the, and this is in 92. Think about how wow. crazy that was. Mm. And, um, you know, he was like, everyone was making fun of him on the team. They're like, oh, my God, you got to wrestle a girl and blah, blah, blah. And he went up to his coach, uh, and he was like, I don't know how I feel about this, man. Like, you know, like, if I go in there and beat her, I feel like it's going to be bad. If I lose, it's going to be bad. And the coach goes, hey, she wanted to wrestle. Rub that bitch's face in the mat. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, okay. And that's exactly what he did. He went and wrestled her and he beat the shit out of her. Um. It's an interesting story you tell, Jerry. And the fact that I'm saying that the coach wasn't like, she chose to wrestle, fucking beat her. Just like he would say to any, you know, whoever it was, like, go and wrestle that guy. Beat her. You know? Yeah, but remember facing the mat. Well, that was his way of, you know, pumping him up. Like, win. He didn't fucking go, well, let's see if we can figure out a way uh, on religious reasons that we could get you to not wrestle her. Sure. Yeah. You know, or make a stink. Let me just, I'm more or less saying there wasn't a stink made about it. She wrestled, right. he wrestled, he won. And that was the end of the story. Oh, but if he had lost. <laughs> <laughs> Scarred for life. I'd still be making, to this day, I'd still be making fun of him. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to Pastor Matt Chandler. Yeah. He has recently stepped aside after sending, quote unquote, unwise DMs to a woman on Instagram. So, mm. my question is, 
What did he really do? Because <laughs> the story is that he sent some unwise, um, sexually explicit messages to a woman on Instagram, and that it was going to go public, and he is stepping down as uh, the pastor. Now, why do I think he did something more? Well, <laughs> in 2012, there was an 11-year-old girl who was allegedly abused at the same church's summer camp. The parents told the church leaders about the incident. This guy lied to the congregation about the details. He said that there was an allegation of abuse by a church member, but that the unnamed culprit did not have access to children at the church anymore. Technically true, because he no longer worked at the church, but he was still a member of the church. Hmm. Later, the same guy left the church due to an alcohol abuse problem. But they never acknowledged the connection between the two stories. Hmm. Um, later, in 2015, this guy punished a woman who came to him because she wanted a divorce because she found out that her husband was a pedophile. He punished the woman for wanting to get out of the marriage, hmm. but did not punish the guy because he repented. Well, what, do you mean? what do you mean punish? I'm not really sure. <laughs> like, it was church punishment, so... What does that consist of? I, uh, I don't know. It could be anything. Probably rape. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, again, I mean, the bigger part of the story is, is that he sided with the husband, but even still, I'm like, yeah. okay, what is what is church punishment? <laughs> it is a curious question. I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it's anywhere from you know a public denouncement to stoning. I guess I, anything anything goes. Right. I mean, they might have just shunned her or something. Who knows? Yeah, there's not a lot they can do to somebody, right? So my once, question once is: he's, he's finally stepping down as pastor because he sent some private messages to someone. Um, what? Okay, what do you really do? Right? Because he didn't mm. step down for any of this other shit. Must be bad, right? Because I was going to say that the uh, the text messages that he is allegedly being told to step down for, they were really mild. Even he was like, uh, I thought they were kind of okay. <laughs> and, but I'm stepping down. And I was like, okay, well, good luck with that. <laughs> mm. he, you're right. He did something horrible that no one wants to talk about. Right. And while saying that he was stepping down, he said he felt stupid. He felt dumb. He was embarrassing his wife and kids, et cetera, et cetera. And the members of the congregation shouted out, we love you. Oh, jeez. What is wrong with human beings? Exactly. The church also hired a law firm to review Chandler's use of social media, including direct messages. What? That's weird. So yeah, the, the, he violated the church's social media use policy. There's definitely more. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's got to be more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had to mention this. There is a. Was there something else? Sorry. I. I. I again, it's just me ask, asking dumb questions like. What does a fucking person have to do these days to get everybody to hate you? Just on to, everybody's just on board that you're a piece of shit. What is that thing? Hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't hit it. I know. It, no. I know. In Finland, it's dance sexy at a party. <laughs> True. Are they still trying to oust their prime minister? <laughs> yeah, it's died down. I think now, but oh, okay, it's just perpetual. Mm. Anyway, sorry, right? Just... I, I, yeah, as long as they're not making progress, then uh. Yeah. She's she's young and pretty and, and you know, allowed to have right. fun every once in a while. Right. <laughs> the old people just get Even angry at her. if she wasn't, you're allowed to have fun every once in a while. That's sure. absurd. 
don't steal my fun just because I'm old and ugly. <laughs> so, uh, have a couple coronavirus things. Um, I don't, uh, there's a new documentary called Super Spreader mm-hmm. uh, that is focusing on a guy that, according to the Daily Beast, is giving Alex Jones a run for his money. This guy's name is Joseph Mercola. He is, I guess he's like the Alex Jones of anti-medicine, of (laughs) anti-COVID information. Anyway, there's a full documentary coming out about him and the fact that he tells you lies from the moment uh, he he opens his mouth. Uh, There's things on his website about a widow telling a story of how her husband died from the jab. Uh, Musician loses livelihood after taking the shot. These are stories are in no way true. But, but they make him a lot of money. <laughs> he, he is the king of misinformation when it comes to uh, COVID nineteen and vaccinations, hmm. and he has been making money off of it as much as possible. I think he was one of the uh, one of the ten people we mentioned during the height of the COVID misinformation as as one of the super spreaders of misinformation. Um, so, documentary coming out called Super Spreader. If you're interested, mm. sounds interesting. Yeah, I see this in my uh, Republican-led Discord. Just you know, just some words on some on a white background and black about how many people are dying from the vaccine, and it's amazing <laughs> that all these people are dying, and all the people I know who've been vaccinated, and nobody's dead. Consider you're all <laughs> no. you're all the luckiest fuckers to know me because I don't know one dead person on this vac, or one of you's going soon, and it's only a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing what people will believe. Yeah, the the complexity that would have to be true, like to, to actually believe that the vaccine is is there to harm you. So many things have to be lies, <laughs> and I mean, it would be such hard work. So many countries to a- working together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many millions of people working together to co- to cover up the the real facts? We, we can't keep any secrets. Are you kidding me? And to what end? Right. Mind control, Jared. I guess so. Hypatia's <laughs> uh, got it. Money. <laughs> you know, considering that all four of us have gotten the vaccine and boosters, we should mm-hmm. probably go back and listen to some early episodes of this show personally, because maybe we were all raging conservatives before this, and we're being <laughs> mind-controlled now to be fucking woke-ass liberal bitches. You know? That's possible. Yeah. Maybe we were all it's pro-Donald Trump. But- <laughs> and that shit's just been erased from our memories. <laughs> Seems unlikely. But we, we, we would have, you know, actually audio evidence, though, so. Yeah. Karen, do your own research. That's all I'm all saying. Right. <laughs> Unbelievable. So I do have a story from the New York Times saying that uh, Biden administration do- does plan on re- releasing a new booster campaign soon after Labor Day. So the idea is that this booster is specifically designed to help against the current most common variant that is out there, which I believe is still BA5, which is a subvariant of the Omicron. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the qualifications are going to be for insurance purposes or anything like that, but the details are being worked out and it is likely to be out as, you know, as the numbers begin to increase because we're headed into the fall. Students are going back to school. And why is this a story still? Because there's still five, six times the number of people dying from coronavirus that die from the flu. Yeah, we're still up in the 400 a day, I thought, which is appalling. 
Yeah, last I checked a few days ago, we were 440, 450, somewhere in there, every day. That's across the country, mm. but that's still a lot of people. It is. Mind control. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to uh, one of the conspiracies, the best conspiracy of the week. I had to throw this in there. The conspiracy is a cabal of shadowy elites. That's always how conspiracies should start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A cabal of shadowy elites are trying to force the population to eat insects as part of a sinister totalitarian plot. Um, how is but- it a plot for the totalitarians? I don't know, because insects are good protein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're gross, but... The- but- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> the real story is... That there was a factory built and opened in London, London, Ontario, that was to grow crickets for use in pet food. They, they grow these crickets. They're specifically designed bread uh, to be high in protein so they can be crushed up and used in pet food. Right mm-hmm. on. Which, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, apparently this was that that was enough for the conspiracists to believe that this was for human consumption and that it was being forced on people without anybody's knowledge. In 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 what? I don't know. Um, it, Isn't this the plot of Snowpiercer? <laughs> right, there's, <laughs> right, there's no data. <laughs> 9,000 metric tons of crickets annually for human and pets consumption. <laughs> what is a metric ton? I don't know, I'm pretty sure you could Google it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've only ever used it in the phrase fuck metric ton, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is a metric ton based on the, you know, the, the kilogram instead of a pound? Ah. So it's more or is it? I, yeah, yes. I don't know. You're correct. It's a thousand kilograms or 2,200 pounds. All right. Yeah. So a metric ton is bigger than a ton. Yeah. All right. Good to know. Uh, last thing that I've got. I got, I, wish some, I, I got some conspiracy theory news, so don't forget to ask me. Okay. okay. <laughs> It'll fit in. Uh, last thing that I've got is kind of another conspiracy theory. There was an image going around of Dr. Oz kissing Donald Trump's Hollywood Walk of Fame star. <laughs> I've seen this picture. Now, here's the thing. He did kiss a Hollywood Walk of Fame star, but it was his own. Oh, <laughs> So somebody wiped out where it says Dr. Mehmet Oz and put in Donald Trump, and it was him kissing Donald Trump's star, which is fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, kind of just as disturbing as him kissing his own. Like, that's just weird. That's, that's a, a level of narcissism that's, yeah, expected. <laughs> yeah. Right. There was a time until very recently in my life that I thought you earned those and yeah. you didn't just purchase them. Uh, once I found that out, I was like, well, they're, they're meaningless. Yeah. I Well, I think sometimes they're given to you, but you can purchase one if you want, right? Other people uh, okay. can purchase them for you. You've won me back. Yeah. yeah they're, they're never purchased. I mean, they're never just given to you. Somebody pays for them for you, either you or your fans or whoever. And it's in a seedy part of Hollywood, too. It's not a nice place, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Like, instantly in Discord, how many hobos have pooped on that star? Well, that's funny. See, when when I first saw, because the one where he's kissing Donald Trump's one was shown to me, and my immediate response was, I go, I hope he's kissing exactly where George Lopez pissed on it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, he's kissing his brand new star, so Mm. odds are nobody had taken a shit or pissed on his star at the time of his kissing. (laughs) 
that moment. It's still mm-hmm. funny and uh, incredibly narcissistic, but... <laughs> what a piece of work. Yeah, yeah. Very relatable to all the Pennsylvania middle class. <laughs> all right, that's that's all I got. What you, you, you said you had a conspiracy something? I was hit with so many conspiracy theories in 24 hours by r- different people. It, <clears throat> I, it made my head spin. It was like all the winning we were doing for, under Donald Trump. My head was just spinning around. Uh, local scumbag <laughs> Bill Hall hit me up. Oh. No. I don't even I, you know what he, he what he said is so it was so jarring to me. I don't even know if I should repeat it like verbatim. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, I'm a Twitter. What's that? You have to repeat it. Well, it, I mean, I need to know. It, it's like it's like it's like throwing around the N word with in context type of wording. Oh, mm. all right. But you can go light on that or just skip uh, you know, it if no, you need to. All right, I'll do it. But just know that I'm just saying this verb. It's in context of the story. I'm not saying it just to be. You know, uh, we're getting canceled. No, no, it's not that bad. But just keep in mind when this said to me, this was broad fucking daylight out out in in my small town. I look down the street and Harry's coming. Right, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, and he's already muttering and kicking at the ground, and he's he's fucking white hot fire, and um, he's like, you show me a good Democrat, man, and I'll show you a fucking liar, right? And I was like, oh, here we go, he's fucking, he's on today, right? And I was like, oh, huh, yeah, and he's like, yeah, and when they do get voted, you know what we get? They're fucking woke ass faggots. He yells it at the top of his lungs, and like just the thing went up my spine when he did that. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Uh, then he started going on about, I think what's got all these fucking conspiracy theories period people up in arms is NASA shooting that rocket to Mars. Or, really? I mean, to the moon. To the moon. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, because hmm. he started going on about that, and he immediately went to moon landing, not real. Right? Hmm. And in my head, I go, God, just last night, I had four people tell me the moon landing wasn't real. But I'll, I'll get to that in a second, right? So Bill throws out some fucking jargon about science that he that he understands better than any scientist at NASA and how they couldn't have gotten through the Van Allen belt and all this shit. And it was all <clears> bullshit. And he's like, it was all bullshit, just like 9-11. And I'm like, yeah, keep going. Rolling yes! those- and Columbine, <laughs> right? I'm like, Columbine? And he's like, yeah, that was, that was fucking a conspiracy inside job, too, because you know what they do? They shoot those people up with drugs and make them go crazy. And I go, really? He goes, yeah. And then remember the Joker shooting? The guy who shot during the Batman Returns fucking yeah. thing? That guy, he woke up after that and was like, what did I do? And then they reshot him up with drugs. And I was like, holy shit. And then, yeah, and then he I walked away because he was just sweaty and mad and everything. And I was, again, I keep thinking, I'm like, he's going to kill a bunch of people soon. I just know it. I just know he's going to shoot people. But I was more shocked that the previous, like, less than 24 hours before that, people telling me, moon landing not real. There's a lot of evidence proving that it's not real. I'm not saying it's not, but there's a lot of evidence saying that there's not. Um, And then, to which point I just lost it and started rattling off every conspiracy theory. I know, to find out their opinions on it. I went flat earth, lizard people. Jesus, what else did I hit up? Nine, I hit them all up. The birds. Oh, yeah, birds. Uh, birds aren't real. Yeah. One of them kept saying birds aren't real, but I don't know if he was joking or not when I, when mm. I said that one. Ooh, hollow moon. Chemtrails. Oh, oh, man, I forgot chemtrails. Shit, that's a good one. I'll, I'll, I'll run that one by him tonight. All right. 
Yeah, I just couldn't believe how many I was hit with in all in that small amount of time. So I'm I'm wondering if you know the this you know I forget what the name of it is. Whatever the thing is, the NASA's trying to shoot off is making them all nervous for some reason. Well, it, from what I understand, and again, they're using this as proof that we haven't landed on the moon because this la- this latest rocket was unmanned, mm. and they're like, "Well, we did this Artemis. sixty okay. years ago or fifty years ago. What the hell? Why do we need to send another rocket up there unmanned? Shouldn't they know we had?" You know, supposedly the technology was worse. And like in my head, I'm just like, I don't know, because it's been so long and we do have more sophisticated equipment. Maybe it is best to shoot something up there and collect as much data yeah. as we can. You know, it all seems quite logical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're like, no, they're sending mannequins up and all kinds of shit. And it just got them all going. All of them going. Hmm. Be interesting to see what happened. What are they? They're planning again on Saturday, I think. I think that's their last window for it. If they can't get this okay. thing straightened out. Okay. It was a fuel leak or something from Monday. So, mm. I don't know, but it's got them all riled up about the moon. Hmm. Keep an eye on them. Keep your doors locked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to do a documentary on this guy. Just follow him <laughs> around. Like, <clears throat> it used to be funny. It was funny right. when Bill showed up because he was so crazy. Now it's scary. Hmm. Eh, he'll probably kill me if I did that. Forget it. <laughs> then I'll be a found footage documentary. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unsolved murders. Yeah. Today, Bill Hall has still not had been found, but Jared is buried <laughs> right here. <laughs> that is an uncool story. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys got anything else? No, sir. Uh, negative. Negative. Okay, in that case, let's uh, wrap it up for this week. Uh, first, I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast. Alpha, Grinch, Hessian Gixon, Hypatia, and Dustin was on for a little bit. We do appreciate the uh, the feedback, the support. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can support it by sharing it on the social media, leave a review for us wherever you happen to listen, or join our uh, patrons on patreon.com. If you can't do that, feel free to contact us on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Also, I'd like to encourage you to check out the other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find all of the shows at soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.